This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. Man, good morning to you too, sir. How you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Uh, yeah, doing doing great. Things are good, man. It's been, uh, uh, you know, crazy around here. We, we've uh, had a surprisingly, uh, man, busy August. Uh, folks just picking their pipe up uh, quite a bit, man. It's, uh, you know, we see that um, maybe a little sooner than normal. I don't know. We, um, I, you know, from week to week, I feel like my assessment of where we are as pipe smokers kind of uh, changes just on like what happened in the shop and how much uh-huh. how much business we get and all that kind of stuff. But right. um, yeah, I mean, people have been coming in smoking their their pipe, and uh, you know, we normally don't see this type of volume until um, you know, I'd say probably uh, you know probably later in the year, more uh, you know uh, you know September, certainly October, November. And uh, man, it's just picking up. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of uh, a lot of those two ounce guys smoking four ounces, and a lot of uh, a lot of those guys that smoke cigars during the summer starting to switch over to the pipe. And uh, yeah, it's been been pretty cool, man. So we're uh, we're doing good. What's going on with you, man? Man, it is crazy, but the summer is almost over. <laughs> it is. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely crazy. It really is. Yeah, and, you know, in some sense, like thank goodness, like let's turn the page on this one. <laughs> For, but you know, all chances are fall might be kind of uh, kind of difficult too. So we might be exactly. just, we might be ready to turn the page on that also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> it's yeah. got got to find new ways to keep the spirits high to be sure. But, That's it, uh, baby. No, man. Things things are going all right here. Uh, in in Houston, had some family over this weekend. Uh, for uh, a bit of a cookout and a pool party, which was a lot of fun, and oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, good, good. The uh, the kids spending some time with their cousins and, and that sort of thing. And okay. So we, it was a good one. It was a good one, man. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, we are right here in the uh, kickoff to the school year, and uh, I am not prepared. <laughs> yeah. For that yeah. At all. Are, um, are, what is the status? So just briefly, I know we're we're going to talk about lots of pipe related things today, but uh, what, I mean, what's the status of your schooling area there yeah. in, in Houston? Yeah, yeah. So I really love what they're doing because they're they're basically doing it kind of like an optional deal where you, you like so we're we're in the public school system here and they've got it where you can either go you, you know uh, virtual or in person. Yeah. Um, and I would love to do in person, but at the same time, I'm like, it, Houston's been hit so hard. Yeah, true. Well, your uh, wife's that, in the medical community. And exactly. All that stuff too. Yeah. And so we we just you know we're just trying to play it safe, and so we uh so we're we're opted for the virtual, but it, and it was kind of like this two lane type deal. Like if if you go virtual at the beginning of the year, then then you're in it for eight weeks and so you know is is a is a it's a hard decision but we uh but we yeah. yeah we went we were going with virtual but even just kind of trying to unravel you know what that looks like especially because both girls are are you know they're they're both in 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 school now and so yeah, it's sure. uh <laughs> it, you know it's an interesting i mean like just universally it's an interesting time right it um is, man. So and many i mean people. like you're literally every single industry has been disrupted and you know, in, in in some instances, you know, to see the silver lining, that's a good thing, right? Like we, there's there's a lot of you know uh, adapting to kind of the where where we are technologically, and you know, moving off the analog into the digital, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. But the stumbling block to that is that you know that's typically people who drag their feet on on getting kind of uh, adapted to technology. 
don't exactly adjust to it very quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, no, I understand, we're, we're man. Yeah, and, and, and then also the inconvenience of, of all of it. I mean, entrepreneur Bo is about to become homeschooler Bo to, to well, some Well, but extent, see, that's you know? been the case for months now. Like, at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of, uh, at, at, you know, at the end of last semester, I, by, the, by the end of last semester, I should say, I got pretty good at it. Like, I, I you know, I, I, I was like, okay, I, I, I figured out a rhythm. I figured out a schedule. You know, um, I'm a big fan, you know, and I've, I've said this before in, in related to pipes and, and uh, specifically, but also pipe tobaccos as well. And just th- I believe this is true, again, almost in any industry. And that is like, you know, limitation breeds innovation. You know, like there's there's something to be said when you've got the challenges of kind of parameters that are put around you. Yeah. Overcoming then, the hurdle. Exactly. And so, like, to some extent, it's like, you know, on the one hand, it's frustrating because you're like, wow, this isn't how I did things before. And yada, yada, yada. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, well now let me see if I can work around this. And you create innovative, creative solutions that you wouldn't have thought about otherwise. Um, I, you know, I, I point specifically to, you know, the, the old star Wars movies. Like there's a reason why those classic star Wars, uh, like hit so well or hit so well, especially at the time compared to like the prequels did is because they had the technological limitations. And so they had to get creative to work around it. Sure. And then, yeah. you know, you get, get to the point where it's like, okay, well now we're going to do everything on green screen. It's like, yeah, but should you, you know, it's so to some extent it's like, all right, so we've got these limitations on our, our schedules. <laughs> and so we're going to come up with some creative and innovative ways to, uh, yeah. to make it work. So, well, anyway. we've seen that in the pipe community too, you know, throughout, uh, you know, even this, this past weekend, I had the uh, pleasure of uh, hanging out with uh, David Dorian Ross and his pipe virtual pipe club that he does yeah. uh, weekly. And man, and that was so cool. They uh, had me on to, you know, interact with, uh, you know, some of the guys. Literally, I mean, it, I don't know how many guys were there, but gosh, they were from uh, literally all over the world. It was it was so, uh, so awesome. But, um, you know, we, we used to not do that kind of thing, or at least yeah, if we did, it was right, much yeah. more rare. So we're we're all uh, we're all adapting and, and, and trying to overcome. Um, yeah. Hey, I, I do have to, you know, we, we can't let this go by. Of, of course, you know, we've been talking about our 50th anniversary a lot. Uh, this year and we've kind of claimed the whole year as the anniversary and so we've talked about it quite a bit and I'm sure people are uh, to some extent uh, tired of hearing about it which uh, uh, is is appropriate for today but um, today's episode (laughs) but um, you know it's funny I I, I do want to at least acknowledge that this past week was our was the actual day it was our our 50th anniversary. Oh like it actually happened. The actual day yeah (laughs) our our actual birthday and um, you know it's it's funny how do you we, we can't we didn't you couldn't do anything to, uh, you know, celebrate, uh, you know, properly the the way we, you know, want to and uh, have a big, uh, you know, shindig and, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff just because uh, not just the health stuff, but even our local ordinances have just, sure. you know, really locked down on, on that kind of stuff. Uh, but anyway, you know, just did want to acknowledge it. It was kind of kind of neat. Uh, if you are on our email list uh, for the Country Squire, you can go to thecountrysquireonline.com to sign up for that. But if you were on our email list, I sent out uh, kind of a birthday email, just a you know a, a short pictorial history of our uh, store with some uh, you know kind of neat notes and mementos about about that, and that was fun. And then uh, we did have some close friends stop by the uh, store that day, and uh, man, we we killed a couple bottles of Johnny Walker Blue. It was it was fun. <laughs> I spent spent probably way too much on premium uh, scotch that day, and and some cognac, and uh, some other some other things. But um, man, just uh, you know, you only only turn fifty once, so we wanted That's to market right. somehow. But um, yeah, so anyway, kind of kind of cool. That was neat, and um, 
Hey, some other news too in the pipe world, uh, man. You know, I, I we had spoken about this uh, briefly recently as a possibility, but um, it, it, the Seattle Pipe Club uh, folks, we, you know, if you're in the pipe community, if you smoke their uh, tobaccos, you've been aware that there's it's been kind of difficult to get your hands on um, on their blends. Uh, it, it, they have it's been kind of hard, you know, these uh, some of the best selling blends in the tobacco world. Uh, things like Plum Pudding and uh, Mississippi River, uh, Hood Canal, Deception Pass. I mean, all the all the hits at the Seattle Evening, all the hits they've come out with uh, over the years. Uh, it's been kind of difficult to get. And, um, you know, just to give folks a perspective on that, the um, actually the, the contract that Seattle Pipe Club had with um, with their former distributor actually had had lapsed, and so they were in uh, negotiations there to uh, you know find a new distributor and get their products back uh, out on the market. And so that that finally has come together, and uh, I'm proud to announce uh, that uh, we just literally just found out um, that Seattle Pipe Club is partnering with Sutliff Tobaccos to uh, to distribute hey. yeah to distribute their. Uh, they're awesome, uh, you know, award-winning tobaccos, and so uh, really, really excited about that. They could not have picked a better uh, company to partner with on that. Of course, Sutliff actually manufactures the tobaccos for uh, Seattle Pipe Club. They may, a lot of folks don't know that. Like, you know, the folks in Seattle, they came up with the recipes, the concepts, and then Sutliff actually produces the tobacco for them. It was it previously distributed through uh, Meyer and Dutch, which is like a it's one of the tentacles of, you know, a uh, uh, Scandinavian tobacco group, one of the many faceted uh, parts of it. You know, they own a, they own a big portion of our industry. But um, but now they, they are going through Sutliff. And I, and I can honestly say uh, they're in really good hands. You're going to see uh, much more availability on the um, Seattle Pipe Club, Club blends. And I, I think that's really exciting. So Yeah, man, that's um, huge. It's it's a big deal, uh, you know. Regardless what you think of Sutliff Tobaccos, obviously we believe in them and love them, and uh, not just have sold them for a long time, but also trusted them with our 50th anniversary tobacco, which we talked about recently. But um, but you know, even if you don't like their blends, there is no bigger uh, supporter of the pipe community than than Sutliff uh, Tobaccos, and uh, of course Sutliff is a Mac Baron. Uh, company. They're owned by Mac Baron, which, you know, out of Denmark and uh, one of the most premium tobacco companies in the world. And um, it, Sutliff, you're always going to see them at events. You're always going to see them at shows. They've kind of, you know, helped the Richmond show re-kickstart and have got that really ginning right now and are just, um, man, such a such an asset to the pipe community. So anyway, all that to say, uh, look forward to seeing, um, man, those, those Seattle Pipe Club tens um you know more available you know in the near future it'll start you'll probably see them more uh in your online retailers but pretty doggone soon that's going to trickle down to uh to your uh your brick and mortar shops and what's cool about this is Sutliff has more uh probably relationships with brick and mortar shops than the former distributor did and so my guess is you'll more likely see uh, the Seattle Pipe Club tens uh you know ongoing at more and more pipe shops across the country um, which, uh, which is, which is exciting. So some of the best tobaccos that are out there now. So anyway, just a little bit of news. No, man, that's exciting. And, uh, congrats to the, the folks at the Seattle pipe club too. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's a good get. That's a, a great solution and a good get uh, yeah. along the way. So that's, um, that's exciting, man. Well, good deal. Well, as you mentioned, as you alluded to, um, yes, people are totally sick of hearing all about the 58th anniversary of the country squire so we thought we'd do one more episode uh, <laughs> no 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 
nobody's sick of that, man. Like, look, it's it's kind of the way that my wife handles birthdays. She she is a firm believer that a birthday is not a day; it is a week. You have a birthday, week, <laughs> and so you celebrate the entire week surrounding your birthday. And I wish my family would have done that. Doggone! I tell you what, man, it's it's a lot of fun. It stretches out, and you really get a chance <laughs> to celebrate somebody. And for for the fiftieth, I mean, like honestly, like that's you got to go all year long. So that yep. makes a lot of sense. And of course, you have commemorated this moment with um, a lot of great things, aside from the fact that you got absolutely plastered at the shop uh, last week. <laughs> Not true. Not true. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It, but, it, the, the evening may have ended up at Waffle House, but but plastering was oh, not, okay. was yeah. not a part of the uh, of the function. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, but anyway, so so of course you've been having some uh, some fun over there at the shop, sending out these wonderful um, images and and kind of. You know, really just celebrating the the storied history, and then of course, as we talked about very recently, um, you you put out a uh, tin tobacco, the 50th anniversary from the Country Squire, uh, a fantastic uh, fantastic blend. We've already gotten some great uh, great reviews and and, and uh, thoughts and and uh, feedback on uh, people really enjoying that man. But you know, the Country Squire, it is it it's a pipe tobacco shop for sure, but it's also a pipe shop. And so what would a 50-year pipe tobacco be if not to also have a 50-year commemorative pipe to go along that? Man, it, it, it's true. You know, we do we did have to do a pipe. I mean, it's one of those uh, things where, uh, you know, gosh, you come out with a tobacco and, uh, you know, later in the year we're going to come out with, uh, you know, a couple other blends. And, and we, we think a cigar, although that might get punted into uh, the next calendar year. But, um, man, yeah, the, the pipe was always like, what's the one thing that uh, that you can do to really honor, you know, your, your story and, and all that. Something physical, tangible that you can uh, hang on to for a long time and, and pass down and, uh, man, of course, a pipe kind of came up to our um, to our ideas, and so, uh, man, we we are just now releasing that pipe. We're j- just now uh, about to. We've already released a few, but uh, for the general folks, are about to uh, release release the the remainder of those pipes. And um, man, I just want to talk about that a little bit today, and um, you know, and and also too, just. Um, it kind of sprinkling throughout our conversation today the concept of of limited edition pipes the the club pipe mm, or the anniversary pipe or something like that you know a lot of uh you know different folks uh, uh clubs and whatnot they'll uh, come out with these limited edition pipes to mark a, a, a yearly anniversary. Maybe they have a collection going or, uh, you know, maybe there's an event that they do uh, in honor of someone or to fundraise for something. And so um, yeah, just talk about kind of the process of that a little bit, going back and forth with your carver or manufacturer and, and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, man, the 50th anniversary pipe. How do you uh, select a pipe that embodies the spirit uh, of a shop or a, or a club? You know, it's like, man, you, um, gosh, you, you've got you know all these options and uh, what do you do uh, you know to pick and, and so there's this balance of uh, finding like something that you like and feel comfortable with but also something that uh, you think enough other people will like to, to be able to move them obviously we don't want to uh, purchase you know a whole bunch of pipes and then they sit on the shelf and so you've got to find that crowd pleaser it's true of any club you know it's like well you know if you come out with a with a straight pipe I really only smoke bent pipes you know <laughs> oh it's a smooth pipe I, I really only have have, you know, I, I prefer rusticated pipes. 
grips. I like how they feel in my hand. And so uh, you're always kind of taking that uh, that gamble a little bit there. And, um, you know, one, one thing, if you've listened long enough, you'll know I'm kind of I, I kind of am timid in a way, you know, that there is an introverted, a very much an introverted part of me, um, you know, even though I get on mic and blab, uh, you know, every week. And you are very much it's it's an interesting fact about you, too, because you you are you, you're an introvert. But as I understand it, like that was not always the case. Did you grow into your introvertness? Like didn't I, you used to I be have, like the I have extrovert embra- extraordinary? I have embraced it. I, I have embraced it. I used to I used to shun it, and I think uh, a lot of uh, honestly, my own um, you know uh, emotional trauma that I've <laughs> that that is not a uh, a uh, a mischaracterization of it. But you know my some of my you know past uh, you know things that I've had to really work out have been due to really not being comfortable as an introvert, mm. you know, and, and just, um, you know, kind of trying to compensate for that. So, so people will love me. <laughs> I think most of my childhood was kind of spent in that, in that vein. And, um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's only in the past, you know, decade really that I've been, uh, more comfortable with, with just not really liking crowds and not really, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, the front man and, and all that kind of stuff. So, so Bo drags me on here every week and, and I pretend <laughs> like I, uh, I, I, we dredge up some of those old, uh, characteristics and I pretend like, uh, you know, that, that I'm super comfortable in front of a crowd, but <laughs> anyway, no, it, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, so it, the reason I even bring that up, you know, you, you talk about okay, you're gonna you're gonna select this thing that represents your legacy and your story. You're gonna spend a lot of money on it, so you've really got to move these things. Mm. You know, so now there's like, man, I'm really not sure. Am I the one qualified to make this decision? You know, like who's you know what what pipe am I gonna pick? Maybe I should let someone else pick the dog on pipe. <laughs> mm, interesting. And, like when you, I mean, obviously you own the shop, but you acquired not just the brick and mortar space. You acquired you acquired history when you took over the shop. That's a that it that's a that's a yeah that's a good good thought process. Well, man. and you're that's the good. you're the cur- you're the um if I can use my words right the curator of that you know that's and right, and yeah. the 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 caretaker of that you know our goal is to um you know it, this is not uh you know my shop it's it's the it's the community that we're going to leave better and pass on to the next guy you know we're kind of the steward as it were so um. The squire, if you were the squire, because mm. like the squire. Anyway, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, you know uh, what? What's one thing a pipe shop could do to mark its anniversary? Uh, you know, as the, you know, as a, um, you know, pipe uh, enthusiast, you'd like to try to, you know, collaborate with a pipe maker that is uh, is very reputable and uh, well known, and someone that's going to make a splash because of uh, their. Um, you know, just uh, being a, a universal name and all that kind of stuff. And so we were so proud to be able to partner with uh, with Savinelli on our on our anniversary pipe and and have done that. Um, we're uh, Savinelli has always been our best selling pipe here at the Country Squire. Uh, we're one of their leading brick and mortar accounts in the southeast, and just are really proud of that. It's one of those shops that, or one one of those pipe companies that we've just always been very comfortable. Uh, you know, when I sell someone a Savinelli, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about it coming back. Uh, on the, you know, I can probably count on, you know three fingers the time a Savinelli has come back in the shop and we're out of thousands of pipes that I've sold and and Savinelli's taking care of every one of them you know I mean they just we just don't have to worry about Savinelli's they're so quality and and so you know that impeccable quality control uh they they just don't have the issues that some of the other manufacturers have uh, developed over the decades that that we we won't mention any names but (laughs) you know who you are (laughs) 
And we wanted something that folks could get a really high value for the for the money. You know, one thing about Savinelli is, you know, if you pay for a hundred dollar pipe, I, I'm very, uh, you know, very firm in the belief that you're getting you're getting a, a a nicer pipe than that. You know, I can't put a price tag on it, but you know, if you if you bought a hundred dollar pipe from Savinelli, I mean, that's there's there's a good chance one of those other makers might, uh, you know, make that same pipe a hundred and fifty two hundred dollars because. Um, you know, they just they just use really high quality briar and they crank out a bunch of them so they can give you a good value. So we approached them with the concept and they were thrilled. They were, uh, you know, really excited about uh, the opportunity to do that. They they do this kind of project from time to time, but it's not something that, um, you know, they do extremely often just because, you know, you uh, Savinelli, they're one of these big companies that, you know, they're not going to take the, the little club pipes here and there. If, if they make a pipe, it's going to, you know, kind of be a, a big deal and so we were honored that they, um, you know, would bend their ear to us for, for a season to work on this. And, you know, when you're selecting that uh, person to do uh, your club pipe or your anniversary pipe or whatever it might be, um, you know, you have to, it, the same thing applies uh, for this. You have to, um, you know, what carvers are willing to work with you, um, you know, how accessible are they? Are they someone that you can go back and forth with on uh, designs and prototypes and, you know, critique and all this kind of stuff. Um, are they, are they someone, a carver or a, you know, a, a carving house that, uh, you know, can do the volume, that can handle the volume of, of that much, uh, you know, if you're making 50, 100, 200 pipes, however many it is, uh, can they handle it, you know? And then, and then finally, it's like, not only do they have to make that many pipes, you know, but but they have to make sure that the quality control and the consistency is, you know, the same throughout all those mm. pipes, you know. And that's yeah. hard when you're uh, – th- I think that's the reason why a lot of artisan pipe carvers will actually turn down uh, the opportunity to do, like, a club pipe or something like that. Because, you know, as a carver, as an artisan, you got to think, okay, I – you know, let's say I'm a, you know, insert your favorite artisan carver name here. Um, you know, if you're going to make 50 pipes or even 20 or 25 or whatever, 15, you know, you've got to make all these pipes look basically identical. Um, but you're working from scratch with hand. Man, that, that's that's a tall order, you know, and that's, that's something to... Um, you know, I mean, you're not just putting this piece of briar in a machine and it spits out a, a pipe shape, you know. So, so there's a lot to think about there, not just from the um, the club side, but also from the pipe maker side as well. It's not something that everybody's going to be willing to do. Um, and so, um, you know, and, and then, you know, wrapping all that up in a bow, you've got to make sure they can do it at a, at a reasonable price, too. So. So the shape of the pipe, uh, Bo. Um, all right, it, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> okay, let's 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 just pause for just a second here. Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I really like I really appreciate the fact that you know you you've got this great mindset of you know hey this is the fiftieth anniversary for you know for the country squire and um the steward and and uh, you know I gotta I gotta tell the story of every everyone that's come to the torch the torch has been passed and there have been many hands you know like like, like this great <laughs> you got all this this rich history here and so I need to incorporate <laughs> all this but we all know that at the end of the day uh it's gonna be a very John David centric pipe. So I gotta ask man first and foremost did you make this thing a bulldog? This is a bulldog, isn't it? <laughs> All right. That's what it is. Why did you pick a bulldog? <laughs> Why did you pick a bulldog? Is it a bulldog? Is it, but is it, is it? 
It it is not it is not a bulldog. Okay, it, all right. It, because and I, let me tell you why it's not a bulldog. I knew <laughs> I see this is the thing. I had to first give you a hard time, and then I had to call you out on this because this is why it's not a bulldog. You would have cut true. your audience, or your your customer base in Mississippi in half. Okay, okay. The, let, let, let's just just be clear to our audience members. Bo is picking on me because as a proud Mississippi State bulldog, uh, a former <laughs> a former student body president at Mississippi State and right. Mr. MSU. Right. This is who you're, this is who yours truly. Uh, you know is uh you know it, it would be very tempting to pick a uh, a bulldog shaped pipe <laughs> right 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 but and, and, that's the thing this is this is hard you would have you would have sliced your customers right well, down I, half. they wouldn't I, even touched it if, they if knew i would have done that if i would have done that i probably would not have uh, been as uh you know uh, forthright about why why said shape was chosen. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but people would know. All right, all right. So they, if it's not that, it out. it's not it's not that man. Do you have any other guess? Uh, well, what, of course. What, all right. it, with it with it being me, do you have any other guess what the shape might be? <laughs> so all right, with with the exact same tenacity in which I pointed out, like you know, in the end, you're gonna do you. <laughs> Uh, I think I think it's fair to say that the average anybody who's listening in that's listened to this podcast for any. Uh, set amount of time could if they all guessed in unison in fact let's all say it at the same time right now here we go a bing's favorite bing's favorite is, <laughs> is that right is that right and it is man the there 50th anniversary pipe uh, <laughs> for the country squire is a is a limited edition bing's favorite and um and I, you know I, I you know i'm gonna try to defend myself here like i picked the, <laughs> the bing for a variety of reasons right bo i mean it's a it's a uh it's a shape that reminds me of that uh kind of mid-century uh, you know, aura that we try to, you know, portray here at the Squire, that, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s thing that's kind of in our DNA. Uh, you know, pipes uh, right before the Squire was founded. This is very, uh, you know, a classic shape, uh, something the Reeves family would have been familiar with. Um, you know, so it, it, we, we love the pipe. You know, it's got the, uh, you know, it, it smokes great for, you know, a number of reasons. Uh, it's got the, uh, you know, the longer stem and the kind of uh, medium-sized bowl with the, you know, little slight bend. It's like a miniature church warden, you know, that uh, gives folks the, um, you know, the ability to smoke that church warden, but um, it, but without, it's not obnoxious though, you know? <laughs> well, I like, I like to say it's, it's like, you know, if the church warden is making us like a, an, a statement, then the, the Bing's favorite is making a measured statement, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's a measured <laughs> statement, right? I mean, this is a, you know, seven or eight inch long pipe. And so it's, uh, you know, it, it's like some of the benefits of the church warden, but without being uh, obnoxious. But, you know, so I can defend this all day long. But but why did I pick it? Well, Bo, because I'm just selfish. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just call it what it is. You know, I'm just, it's mostly just that I'm selfish. My shop, I, my rules. I yeah, want things No, exactly. I own this shop and I'm going to, you know, do what I want. <laughs> no, no. I right, look, 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 look. The reality is, man, you, I mean, yes. No, no, of course not, man. Look, it's, it, it goes down to this. You got to eat your own dog food, right? <laughs> yeah. you, you've heard this, haven't you? You've heard uh, the, yeah. Yeah. It, explain for our, our listeners. Okay, so so you got to eat your own dog. Is if you've never heard that, I believe this was something that was like a mindset that was made popular by Google. I don't know if it was like you know uh, if they were the ones that really like uh, kicked it off or just really adapted it. But one way or the other, the concept was back in the day when Google was trying to develop what would become their Android platform uh, to compete with iPhones. They were on the mindset of like, okay, we can't have like this big push for you know everybody's got to get an Android, but then our entire staff is using iPhones. Like, you know, right. you gotta, you gotta right. eat the own, you gotta eat your own dog food, whatever you're developing, you have to be a consumer <laughs> thereof. 
And so, uh, and so, yeah, no, it makes sense, man. I mean, like, look, you can't, you can't release this 50th anniversary pipe and have it be something that you're not like, that's not like the first thing that you reach for, uh, when you're going, uh, when you're going to enjoy your pipe, especially when, uh, when you yourself are trying to, to make a statement. And that statement is 50 years and we're still going strong. So no, man, that, I, I think that's great. That's it. It's something I wanted to, um, you know, celebrate the shop with and, and it also to some sense, it's a reward to, uh, to myself too. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just, it's fun. It's something you want to really get behind and, um, you know, have, uh, you know, the, something that's, uh, interesting there that, uh, you know, may not be the first pipe in everybody's collection that they pull for, but, uh, but a shape that I think everybody should have in their collection and, and something that, um, you know, should be, should be, uh, you know, an option for someone on a regular rotation. So, um, Savinelli had questions about doing a Bing's favorite, you know, would we be able to sell this? And, um, you know, it's funny, you know, the Bing is, is a really good seller for Savinelli, but, you know, it's not their it's not their top, but they pulled the numbers and they realized that we were one of their top uh, Bing's favorite retailers uh, anywhere, li- literally anywhere. <laughs> and it, and it's because it's because we smoke them and talk about them all the time. It's funny, you know, you uh, there again, eat your own dog food. <laughs> you know, I don't want to eat anyone's dog food, but um but you know they, you know we we just uh, recommend them so often, and so we sell a lot of uh, a lot of Bing's favorites. A lot of our clientele uh, enjoys the uh, the Bing shaped pipe, and um, and you know it, Bing's favorite. That you know just to be clear, like the the Bing is a is a uh, is a shape within itself. This is a shape that was uh, popularized by Bing Crosby, and um, you know during his uh, you know career, he had these pipes kind of. Uh, that he fell in love with from the merchant service company that uh, has been rebirthed, actually. Uh, I hope we can talk about that on a future episode. But, um, you know, that that uh, that shape of pipe with that long felt uh, profile that has kind of a medium to small size bowl, a very uh, accessible pipe, something that's elegant, uh, has fits nicely, a uh, you know, a kind of a slim line frame and just very, uh, you know, very uh, appropriate for someone like like Bing. So the so that that shape became the Bing. That shape is known as the Bing, and you can buy. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, artisan pipe carvers have really uh, developed some Bing shaped pipes that are uh, really stunning and 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 gorgeous. Uh, Savinelli's rendition of this pipe they call the Bing's favorite, um, and so that's just uh, their version of it. It happens to be my my you know favorite. I've got uh, probably five four five bing pipe this will this pipe will make five bing pipes. that sounds right yes yeah, yeah. and you know that <laughs> one of them is made uh by a um friend by the name of jim deshane we've talked about before on the podcast uh really talented pipe carver it's kind of a magnum bing but uh, but the rest of the bings that i own are these uh you know savinelli bings favorites which i just really uh really love the shape of so let's talk about the design, the design of this pipe. Um, you know, the the Bing historically has only been produced by Savinelli in a couple of finishes. It's just been produced in the uh, the dark uh, kind of brownish red uh, finish, like like a dark cherry perhaps or something like that. Um, and then a rusticated finish that has this pebble rustication um, that is uh, just kind of a brown finish. Um, and so, you know, we wanted to do something different. That's one thing. This is this is not a pipe that Savinelli has really customized in the past. Uh, they've customized other shapes to either be a Christmas pipe or a club pipe or a shop pipe or something like that. But they've never really done the Bing w- with a limited edition kind of setup. So uh, 
so we wanted to do something uh, special with the Bing. So we picked a, a light maple stain. It's a custom stain, never been done in this shape. It's cool because for me, it, it that that wood uh, color. It's like a like a like a mapley color that kind of. It, it kind of is reminiscent of the 1970s to me. It just really um, has that, you know, those old photographs you see with the kind of uh, hazy yellowed patina on there, you know, from the 70s that, you you know, looking at our, kids our age, look at our pictures of our parents from that era and kind of think of that motif going on there with these uh, with these pipes. And so we really wanted to showcase something uh, like that. Very proud of how the, um, you know, how the how the finish came out on these. You know, it, it is a, a little lighter color stain than uh, you know the traditional Bing's lineup that they offer, and so uh, because of that, it is a little uh, higher quality of briar. They, you know, Savinelli, they're always committed. If they make a lighter finish, they're gonna make sure um, that it's a nicer quality of briar. That the flame is really uh, either uh, symmetrical or tight, or if there's bird's eye, it's very uh, you know proportional or well you know well defined. Uh, you're just not gonna see a lot of muddled briar uh, when they have a light colored finish there. So. Um, so these are, uh, you know, some more premium, uh, premium briars uh, from Savinelli. Um, and then one thing's nice. This is a smooth pipe, and and a smooth pipe traditionally with a Bing has never come with a um, with a brindle uh, stem with the colored stem. And so this pipe, we actually have a smooth pipe with a beautiful. Um, kind of brindle color stem. It's a almost a not quite a tortoise shell, but kind of in that direction. Uh, Lucite, very very pretty, and um, and really uh, really happy with that came out. Uh, how that came out. Um, a, a couple of other distinctives about this particular pipe. It does not. Uh, it is not drilled for a filter. Most Savinelli pipes are drilled for a filter, and this was one of those hills that I was going to die on on making the pipe. I, I wanted, you know, we love filtered pipes. We, you know, I occasionally smoke them. Um, you know, we have a lot of customers that swear by them, but I wanted this particular pipe to be to 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 be filterless, to be have the traditional, you know, three millimeter drill that. Uh, that will not take a filter, just to really, you know, be as plain Jane, as straightforward as possible. We wanted this to be uh, just a no-nonsense, uh, honest, you know, uh, you know, mid-century pipe, something that uh, was just really uh, clean and, and um, you know, just uh, just very straightforward. And so, um, so we, we made this pipe uh, without a filter. And then finally, one of the most controversial things about Savinelli's rendition of the Bing's favorite— of the Bing, their Bing's favorite. One of the reasons, I, I literally know people that have not bought Savinelli's Bing because of this. And it's and it's because on every Bing, Savinelli has always put a tiny little golf club on the side of the stem. I, and, you know, I don't know, I guess Bing Crosby was a golfer and that just kind of, you know, made made them kind of, um, you know, in honor of him kind of thing. I don't know. Um, you know, it's I, I literally have met people that are like, well, I like the Bing from Savinelli, but it's got that dumb golf club on it. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm not a golfer. I like, you know, I, I think I've said before, literally the worst things that I've ever said like in my human lifetime have happened on the golf course. Like I, I, you'll you'll have to repent in glory for the golf course. I I will like that. Like there is so much ongoing repentance for things that I have said either during the egg bowl or on the golf course, like it, like in my, in my lifetime. Uh And so, um, you know, I I have no, uh, you know, affinity for golf. That's never kept me from buying, you know, one of these pipes, but with this limited edition pipe from Savinelli, 
um, we had uh, we had them rem- remove the golf club. So this Bing has no golf club wow. uh, and no filter. So it was uh, it was kind of a big step. Yeah, <laughs> you know you don't you, you don't get the John David flex all that often. But right there, getting a, getting a Bing's favorite without the uh, without the golf club that's that's impressive, <laughs> sir. That is impressive. Well, it's just something we wanted to do. So you know any pipe um, that you're going to make for a uh, for a for a group or a you know anniversary is is gonna have uh, issues like that. What are you know what is the um, you know carver or manufacturer? What are they capable of doing? What are they uh, willing to do with a certain amount of pipes? Of course, you can do anything with money. The more you pay, it's like well, I'm we've never done that before. But gosh, if you're paying us that much, sure, we'll dip your pipe in solid bronze or whatever. <laughs> but right. you know, we um, these you know these issues have to be dealt with reasonably. And Savinelli was very uh, very easy to work with through through a lot of this. They were really accommodating. But you know, so selecting that that person that's going to do your club pipe or anniversary pipe, you know, you've got to find the right person that's going to communicate with you on you know, hey, is this uh, is this the appropriate uh, finish? You know, is the bend in the stem just right? Is there something that uh, you want to do, uh, you know, as far as an imprint or a embellishment or a band that's going to be, um, you know, extra special for you? And so, you know, just considering all those things is really important. So that's what we came out with, man. It's a, it's a bing. It's got this beautiful kind of warm maple-colored lighter stain on it and uh, has a beautiful uh, brindled lucite stem with, uh, with no filter. And no golf club. And then on the side, it says uh, the Country Squire. The other side has uh, 50th anniversary. And then along the bottom, it says um, it, it, it's they're all numbered. So there are 50 pipes were made. There's one of 50, two of 50, three of 50 um, that you'll see there on the bottom. And um, what's cool, the shop is keeping pipe number one. Pipe number one is staying staying with the shop. We'll you know find some kind of cool uh, shadow box or something to put that in and make sure it's uh, you know kind of kept for posterity. And then uh, and then I'm 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 taking pipe number two. So um, you know that I've kind of claimed that one as as my own. But um, man, the rest of them are up for grabs, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see. Hopefully uh, hopefully folks will love them. All right. So I got to ask because I mean like you know you you are. Uh, you're a very visual person. Like, you know, if anybody's ever been to the Country Squires Instagram page, then you you know you see these uh, amazing imager, images, these crafted uh, uh, moments captured in time and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's gorgeous. You, you've got a mind for the visual arts from that standpoint. Have you considered, and I mean, like, I, I realize this is not my forte. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to tell you <laughs> how to do your thing, but have you considered possibly posing with the Bing's favorite in that iconic, you know the the picture of Bing Crosby where he's yeah, where he's, he's there's no the chance. There's no, no, no you get chance. that same like striped suit and everything. Get your, your hair slicked back. I mean, obviously yours would go like much further down, obviously than his does. It, I would it look back. like Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, it would That's be a right. disaster. It'd be, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> but you got to get that same suit and just get that same like just deadpan expression. You know, like with, yeah, that's that's what needs to happen. Yeah, I, I, you know, Bo, maybe maybe on the hundredth anniversary, maybe I'll have the hundredth anniversary. Yeah, maybe by then I'll, you know, have, have shaved my beard and, uh, you know, have a different haircut and all that. But for this one, I, I think we'll let the pipe sell itself. So. All right, all right, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, missed opportunities, but that that's fine. That's I know, fine, right? Man. Well, man, like, look, we we talked about this during the with the pipe tobacco as well. But I mean, just congratulations. This is this is such a, a momentous occasion in the history of the shop, and um, you know, to be. Uh, to be that warden, that caretaker, that um, you know the the squire of the squire, I think is uh, this is this is a <laughs> a great a great uh, you know great great moment in history and a great product to uh, to market. 
And, you know, the great thing is, man, we know a little something about great products because we're surrounded by such amazing pipe carvers and crafts, craftsmen and uh, folks who have done amazing things for the pipe industry as a whole. And when I think about any kind of quality pipe, it's hard for me not to instantly think of our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That is right, man. We love the folks at Missouri Meerschaum and, uh, of course, talk about them every week because we love and believe in their products. And, um, you know, we talked about the Bing shape today and that kind of, uh, you know, medium to small size bowl with a uh, very clean lines, very uh, mid-century appropriate, a longer pipe that has kind of a nice, uh, you know, delicate frame to it. And uh, and the Missouri Meerschaum pipe that exhibits this the most for me um, is the Huck Finn corncob pipe. It's a, it's a great little pipe. It has that nice uh, kind of long frame um, and uh, just a just a really attractive pipe that uh, with a narrow uh, narrow bowl. It's kind of got a, a, a narrow egg shaped uh, size bowl and just a, a very pretty pipe. Uh, it comes in kind of a varnished finish, and um, you know you can get it in a uh, with a yellow stem or a black stem, and it has that just those proportions that you really like. Uh, you know, with a little longer stem, the longer shank, and then the uh, the nice kind of uh, you know uh, oval shaped bowl, which is really attractive. So um, the barrel shaped bowl has a light coat of soft yellow varnish, ideal for taking a 10-minute break smoke uh, or, or maybe a little longer, nice smoke break pipe. And, uh, man, just really attractive. So you can get that from the source uh, at corncobpipe.com. It sells for only $6.09. And, uh, man, they've got it in stock and would love to send you one straight from Washington, Missouri. All right, man. So be sure to check that out. And, uh, hey, if you're enjoying a good uh, quality Missouri Meerschaum pipe this week, be sure to take your uh, picture of yourself doing so. Tweet it out to us. We'd love to retweet it out to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Question of the week. 
pipe question of the week this week coming in from Jody. Jody. Joe. Jody. Jody. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Jody has to say this. He says, I got a question all about shipping. I know you do this a lot and probably have some specific methods, but for the average Joe looking to send pipe tobacco to a friend, what is the proper way to do so to ensure the pipe tobacco doesn't either dry out or become impaired? Uh, impacted by the lack of temperature control. Thinking specifically here of sending tobacco from previously opened tins in my cellar. Uh, thanks for the show. And again, that is Joe D, otherwise known as Jody. <laughs> Joe D. Uh, man, thank you so much for, for writing in, man. Great question. You know, this is particularly, you know, this time of year, uh, is very uh, appropriate just because, you know, there are weather extremes going on uh, in different parts of the country. And so, um, yeah, you know, the, the kind of the main thing that folks try to do is not uh, let the, um, you know, tobacco sit on a truck anywhere too long, which it, the really only thing you can do to try to uh, minimize that risk is to not have it being shipped over the weekend. And so, um, you know, a lot of folks, uh, there, I know other retailers that, uh, you know, they won't let a manufacturer ship them anything that's going to sit over the weekend. They always insist that it ships uh, on the first part of the week so they can get it middle or later part of the week. And so um, so that's one option for you. I, I would I would maybe pursue that, you know, as well as double bagging tobacco. You know, if you're going to send it in a Ziploc bag or something similar, um, you know, just double it up. Uh, hopefully that'll uh, kind of help as well. It, ha- it helps from a couple of standpoints because we, you think about, you know, the tobacco losing its aroma and, um, you know, sweating and, you know, being protected from the elements and all that kind of stuff. But but also, if you're shipping multiple tobaccos in the same package, um, the, the problem is, is that, um, you know, a lot of times the, the aroma from those different tobaccos will actually kind of cross-pollinate, you know. They'll kind of, uh, the, the flavors will kind of talk to each other even through that plastic. <laughs> and so uh, you just want to protect that. You know, you want to try to, um, you know, make sure your, your English blends don't taste like vanilla and your, uh, you know, cherry blend doesn't taste like, uh, you know, road tar. <laughs> so that's just, uh, you know, kind of part of it. But um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so, I you know, I would, you know, maybe go with those couple of things. Other than that, there's not really a lot you can do except, uh, you know, just try to ship it at times of year that are, are more moderate, you know, to, you know, temperate climate, you know, and then, and then also, obviously, uh, just, um, you know, ship your tobacco uh, express. Make sure it gets there soon. Uh, most folks nowadays are using uh, priority mail, which, uh, you know, typically in the U.S. is two to three day delivery, depending on where you live. And uh, it can be a pretty good value. So um, anyway, just some options for you. But um, yeah, in the end, you might just have to, if you want absolutely no risk of it whatsoever, uh, just take it, uh, get in your car and uh, and have a road trip. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, man. So it's uh Tips from the expert right there. We'll just all expect next time we order something from the Country Squire for John David to hand deliver. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but hey, great pipe question of the week, Joe. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week that you'd like to send in, send it to the show. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com is the email address. Again, that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick fire with the Squire. Quick fire question, Joe! All right, man. Quick fire questions. This is a dangerous one that is sent in from Gene. Oh my B. gosh! I'm just seeing, dude. We, we already make enough people angry. This is just all the ridiculous. time. This is this is uh, yeah. This is this, this is, is like terrible. professional suicide right here. Um, this is awful. The quick fire question theme this week is states, where we have to choose between two states. That's 
that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are about to make a lot of people mad, and I have so, a feeling even the ones that we're going to choose are going to be mad at us. So this will be so interesting. Gene, Gene Bowker, I mean, he's listed. He's literally sent us a list of 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 states, and we have to pick between. Uh, two of them. So, yeah. But, okay, yeah. this is this is truly awful. All right, bring it. All we, right. Hey, we we're committed. So at this point, yep. Go ahead. Okay, wait. But before I do this, have you have you ever like, have you traveled all fifty states? I have no nowhere near. Yeah, know. neither have no, I. Okay, near. good. Maybe yeah, maybe half. Maybe. All right. <laughs> Just putting those credentials out there so you can't get mad at us. We might not yeah. have been to your place. So there yeah. you go. Hey, no, that's right. Maybe, maybe Bo, we should just do this like, you know how we say quick fire questions, but they're not really quick fire. Because you want to do this one as quick about, as possible. Maybe we should do that. Rip off the Band-Aid. Here we go. Florida or California? Florida. California. North Carolina or South Carolina? South Carolina. North Carolina? Man, have you ever been to North Carolina? I, I have. It's gorgeous. So is South Carolina. I've actually never been to South Carolina. See, I I feel like we have to put caveats in here. Uh, (laughs) Texas or Oklahoma? Texas. Texas. Arkansas or Alabama? Arkansas. Alabama. Arizona or Nevada? Uh That's that's tough. I'm going to go with Arizona because that's where my wife's from. Okay, I'm going to go with Nevada because I've never been to Arizona, but I've been to Nevada, but I didn't like Nevada, so maybe I should say Nevada. <laughs> uh, <laughs> New Mexico or Colorado? It's so stupid. Uh, I'm going to go with Colorado. <laughs> yeah, Colorado. Uh, New York or New Jersey? Uh, New York. All right. Yeah, I mean, New York as well. Uh, Illinois or Indiana? Uh, Indiana. I like Chicago. Illinois. Uh, Michigan or Ohio? Ohio. I got it. She was Michigan because of the family. Uh, and also Ohio, I have, I'm on, I have been on record so many times making fun of Ohio, just not on this show. (laughs) I don't know what our download numbers are like in Ohio, but I know if I went into my whole tirade about Ohio, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be very high. Uh, (laughs) Virginia or West Virginia? Virginia. Uh, East Virginia. Georgia or Tennessee? (laughs) Um, I'll go with Tennessee. I'm going to go with Tennessee, of course, as well. Yeah, Tennessee's great. Uh, all right, there you go. We we did it. And, and if you're from and if you're from any of those states that we didn't pick, um, we love you too. And, and except for Ohio, except for Ohio, except except Bo no, you really chose o- you chose Ohio. I chose, chose Ohio, Ohio, but I don't. Right. I, you know, honestly, I, I I didn't really think about that one. Cl- I mean, I I don't really know anyone from Ohio. I know most of my friends. Up my in wife's Midwest from are, Michigan. I know most of my friends from the from the Midwest are are from Michigan and. Um, we, do you know what our listenership is in Michigan? Like that's the thing. Significant. Sign- we need to go back and redo this, man. You need to be nicer to uh, California. We already said Texas, but question California, Texas, nine, and uh, Michigan. Uh, <laughs> question number nine. Uh, yeah, M- Michigan. You, you, we. I love you. There you go. There you go. All right. I was about to say, like our our three biggest states are uh, California, Texas, and uh, and Michigan. So we got. <laughs> Do what you got to do. All right, guys. Yes, of course. Uh, we love all of y'all, no matter where you're from. And I'm just kidding, Ohio. That it, it's a it's a joke that I've uh, beat. No, He's I'm not. not. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know why, but like in high school, I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna be like a complete like troll to this entire state of Ohio. And uh, and then I was for like a long time with no excuse other than the fact I was a dumb teenager. <laughs> and yet it stuck with me. So there you go. Uh, all right, there you go. Quick fire questions. Excellent job, Gene. Now we have no listeners and it's your fault. Uh, next <laughs> <laughs> but if you've got some quick fire questions, send them into the show, show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. I love, you know, he sends all these states and like we're having to pick between this state or that state. But like we're from Mississippi. Like I, I live in Mississippi. You're from Mississippi originally. Oh, and yeah. like we love our state. We're proud of it. But Big like time. it would always be 
choice B. <laughs> for, now, you know, I don't know. For most, don't... Uh, for most other people, you know, I just, I, 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 I want to acknowledge that. Like, yeah, we're giving, exactly. We're giving states like Ohio a hard time, and like, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, like, you know, not, not bottom five, and you know, things that are very important. So. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're punching up. You know what I mean? Like, it's respectable yeah, because yeah, we're punching, punching up. up. Yeah, exactly. punching up. That's, that's, I mean, that's arguably the it. Alabama, but I chose Alabama, so yeah. Anyway. I did not. I did no, not. you did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your, your thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback this week. Uh, we got some great listener feedback in uh, from Pastor Joda. Uh, oh, this is about the, this. All right, we're carrying on the whole smoking, uh, uh, the, the smoke in the glass thing. I think here. What what did uh, Pastor Joda have to say? Yeah, this is great. He says uh, in a previous episode recently, John David mentioned a Presbyterian mixture smoked old fashioned. Uh, that, my friend, sounds brilliant. Uh, so if, if you don't know what we're talking about, a few weeks ago I had a friend that um, he took Presbyterian mixture, torched it, uh, li- literally you know, burned it on a kind of a little plate, and then he took his uh, cocktail glass and held it upside down over the smoke of the Presbyterian mixture mm, uh, that's, that's smoldering right, yeah. under there to kind of infuse that um, you know, about to be cocktail with that with that aroma, and then he turned it over real quick and made the cocktail, and it was it was just delicious. Anyway, um, so that's what he's what Pastor Joe is referencing here. He goes on to say, "I had my smoked old fashioned last year at a restaurant and loved it. They brought it out on a wooden tray with a glass dome that was completely filled with smoke. Then they lifted the lid, and a plume if of applewood smoke filled the air around me." I talked to the bartender about how they accomplished it. Apparently, there are some devices designed specifically for this purpose, but I figure I can accomplish it without a fancy machine. I have an old apple tree in my yard, so I have chipped some of its wood and swiped my wife's cake covers (laughs) and lit the wood on fire inside the cover with the drink next to it. Still fine-tuning the process, but it definitely works. I kind of feel like a mad scientist when doing it. You guys have to try it, and I will definitely consider the tobacco infusion. And that is from Pastor Joda. Fascinating. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, like, is there... You know, I'm trying to think if this is... I, I, I'm, I'm, is this a quick, I mean, not a quick fire question, but is this like a Squire Select episode that we need to do? Or perhaps like a Squire Labs you know, like, should we try Ooh, Squire Labs? Squire Let's just do something Labs. really crazy and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, like Bunsen and Beaker from the Muppets, man. It'd be like there might there <laughs> might there might be something here. Yeah, like, there's right. there's some pipe tobacco experiments that like we could be like, don't try this at home, and then we <laughs> we try it at our respective homes. I think I think there's something to consider. But okay. uh, yeah, you never know. Pastor Jonah, thanks so much for this. And uh, hey, we want to thank everybody who wrote into the show this week. Um, hey, if you would like to also write into the show, you can do so at any time. Again, you've heard me say it before, but show at countrysquireradio.com is the email address. You can also keep up with us throughout the week. I'm at the Real Bo York on Twitter. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. Uh, also, the show's handle is at Squire Radio, but all that information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com. Well, John David, uh, without pulling the curtain back too too far, it's been an interesting technological episode to record this week. It has been, week, man. But, uh, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the gremlins are alive occasionally, but, uh, man, I'm always thrilled to be here, dude. Always. Yeah. The great thing <laughs> is, you know, thanks to the, uh, the the magic of our amazing editor, Mike, I'm sure that um, that people won't even notice, and they're going to be scratching their heads like, what? This was an amazing show. That's because of Mike, not because of us. So shout <laughs> out to Mike this Fact. week. These are facts. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.